Hey, Culture Girls! You're listening to Her Culture's Live, Learn, Listen podcast, where we talk about anything and everything relating to culture. Tweet along as you listen with the hashtags Culture Revolution and LLL. Now let's get started. Hey, everybody. Today we are launching a podcast segment called World Watch. World Watches will be podcast episodes that take one concept and analyze it from different cultural angles. To kick off World Watch, we're going to be talking about musical festivals and a little bit about music history today. For centuries, music has been a cultural universal that has unified people from different ethnicities, races, social classes, sexualities, religions, you name it. Elements of music, dancing, and celebrations have appeared in every culture known to mankind. The impact music has had on nations across the world is so big, it's hard to fully describe its impact. Musical celebrations have been reported as early as the 6th century BC during the Pythian Games held in ancient Greece. The Pythian Games were one of four Panhellenic Games that evolved into what we now know as the modern-day Olympics. These games, unlike the other three, featured art and dance competitions that included music. Who knew that the arts and dancing actually preceded the Olympic Games? While the Greeks may have had musical celebrations the earliest, Fest 300 reports that the Celtic and Gaelic cultures held cultural fairs called Mauds in Scotland in Fays in Ireland around the year 1000. At Mauds in Fays, which are still held today, there are different local and national assemblies which celebrate traditional music and formal competitions using bagpipes, fiddles, and folk groups. Throughout Europe, there's also evidence that classical festivals could have occurred since the year 500. Early musical festivals occurred during medieval times, but the Oxford English Dictionary has its earliest reference to classical music in an edition released in 1836. According to Julian Rushton's classical music book, the term classical music was invented to separate the period from Joanne Sebastian Bach to Beethoven as a quote-unquote golden age. This time period was so significant that there are still festivals that occur in honor of these great classical composers today, like the Winter Park Bach Festival that has been held in Florida since 1935. Its lineup includes over 150 international talents that perform over a two-week period. Indian culture has explored cultural festivals for hundreds of years through Indian classical music festivals. These festivals can be broken down into Hindustani festivals and Carnatic festivals. Hindustani festivals can be found in northern India, and Carnatic festivals can be found in southern India. Another cultural festival is the Laura Dance Festival, which celebrates Australian Aborigine culture. Over a three-day period, over 20 communities take part in this festival in the Cape York Peninsula to recognize the music, dance, language, stories, and culture Aussie's indigenous group has to share with the world. Throughout history, musical festivals and celebrations have happened worldwide and they have begun cultural revolutions in different countries. Fest 300 reports that the Western world was introduced to musical festivals around the 1950s with the Newport Jazz Festival. Shortly after the Newport Jazz Festival originated in Rhode Island, a sister festival called the Newport Folk Festival began. The Newport Folk Festival has been attributed for setting the stage for the United States rock and roll revolution to take place. While the United Kingdom's fascination with rock and roll also originated from a jazz festival, it's clear that more of a transition took place compared to America's more rapid switch to rock music. The UK's National Jazz Festival first took place in a town called Richmond and featured jazz artists for about three years but it was then moved to a town called Windsor in 1964, and more pop and rock artists were included in the lineup than jazz artists. 
The surge in rock music was felt in America mainly during the 1960s. During this decade, the United States had gone to war with Vietnam. Many young people showed they did not approve of this war by turning to music, growing up their hair, and wearing unusual clothing. This cultural switch eventually led to the Woodstock Music Festival in 1969, and to date, it is one of the most iconic festivals. With over 400,000 attendees, close to 200,000 Americans did not even have tickets, and event organizers were ultimately forced to make the event free. This festival has been dubbed the Hippie Rebellion because it was one of the first place those in social protest over the political atmosphere in America had to join together and unite forces. Today, the same trends take place at music festivals. Serbia's Summertime Festival exit began in the year 2000 as a student protest against the government for more freedom and democracy in Serbia and the Balkans. This festival has since become one of the world's most famous music festivals and features rock, electronica, metal, hip-hop, punk, and even reggae music. Another festival that celebrates social responsibility is the Global Citizens Festival, which was found in New York City's Central Park during 2012. It's notorious for its ticketing system. Instead of purchasing a ticket to this event, attendees must actively participate in being a global change agent by signing petitions, emailing their congressmen about issues that affect national and worldwide peoples, and taking part in what it means to be a global citizen. Headliners for this festival have been Stevie Wonder, Pearl Jam, Coldplay, and even Beyonce. Also in America, Summerfest has been certified by the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's largest music festival since 1999. With close to 1 million attendees each year, this festival is 11 days long and features music from many genres like alternative, country, hard rock, gospel, pop, and more. Other festivals that occur in Catholic cities before the season of Lent are called Carnival. Carnival celebrates local and national culture with food, music, and dance, and it doesn't happen in just one place. Many carnivals feature carnival parades that include large floats, and these parades typically have themes which parody social and political problems the country is facing. With millions of people attending music festivals each year, the festivals offer a feeling of unified happiness since everyone is attending with the same purpose the music. Dubbed as collective ecstasy by Barbara Ehrenrich in her book Dancing in the Streets, this feeling of being with others through music and celebrating together pulls out a joy unlike other feelings of joy for people. The power of music is intense. At music festivals, it helps people to be more open-minded, meet people they normally wouldn't, and create memories that would last a lifetime. Listening to music, even if it's not your favorite song, releases dopamine in a person's brain, which is a hormone that stimulates happiness. And at music festivals, attendees run from stage to stage to see their favorite bands and singers perform. Music festivals like Coachella, Tomorrowland, and the Vans Warped Tour have all been popularized for this multiple stage setup. While Coachella is always held in California's desert, Tomorrowland and the Vans Warped Tour both travel. Tomorrowland is an electronic dance music festival that travels internationally from Belgium to Brazil and the United States. Those attending probably enjoy colorful outfits, laser light shows, and a lot of bass in their music. The Vans Warped Tour features punk, pop punk, and rock music. This festival travels around the United States during the summertime. Attendees at this festival usually enjoy louder music with a heavier rock influence than those attending Tomorrowland or other EDM festivals. There really are so many different festivals out there for music lovers to enjoy, and no matter what types of music you like, there's definitely a festival for you. Which festivals are your favorites? 
Tweet them to us at HerCulture on Twitter using the hashtags live, learn, listen, or LLL to share your thoughts with us. All right, with that, we are finishing our first World Watch segment, and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening today. For more content from Her Culture, visit www.herculture.org. Again, I'm your host, Meredith, and I'll talk to you later, Culture Girls.